Welcome to the Basilea Hollywood Podcast, a community of friends committed to the message and practice of Jesus and His Kingdom. God, I just thank you for um, Troy and his voice and his heart for um, this this community. I just pray that you would bless us today, change us by what he has to say. Amen. 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 Thanks, babe. Thanks, wife. Um, how you guys doing? Nice. <laughs> uh, so today we're talking about the kingdom of God, Jesus, and we're talking about how God is really into fixing bodies and filling stomachs. And we're going to talk about the heart of God and how that's connected to the things that he calls us to do and the things that he does. Uh, Moved with compassion, Jesus fed the hungry, and he healed the sick. And as Christians, as little Christs, as followers of Jesus, out of a place of compassion, we too are called to imitate him, to feed the hungry, to pray for the sick. It's like, what does it mean to be a Christian not just in here, but in here and in a way that gets from here out into the world. You know, Jesus talked about his followers being salt and light, having an impact on this world, praying for God's will to be done, praying for his kingdom to come. What does it look like when God shows up and does stuff? Compassion, feeding, meeting needs, healing physical bodies. If you have a Bible, and if you don't have a Bible and you want one, just go ahead and raise your hand. And maybe, Harry, would you mind distributing the loaves of Bibles that we have? Maybe the Lord will multiply. We're in uh, Matthew chapter 15. I'm using the NIV version. If you've been with us for a little while, you know that we've been trekking through the gospel of Matthew, and we're about halfway through, which is pretty cool because this is the longest we've ever, <laughs> we've ever been in any book of the Bible. So this is kind of like a big deal for us uh, in our small community here. Um, so... I, I need a volunteer. I need someone to, to read the text. Just just raise your hand. It's don't be afraid. You don't have to be a professional. Okay. Okay. Uh, can we get it on the screen? Yeah. Yes. I'm just gonna hold it. Okay. Good. Jesus left there and went along the Sea of Galilee. Then he went up on a mountainside and sat down. Great crowds came to him, bringing the lame the blind, the crippled, the mute, 
and many others and laid them at his feet and he healed them. The people were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the cripple made well, the lame walking and the blind seeing, and they praised the God of Israel. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I have compassion for these people. They have already been with me three days and have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry or they may collapse on the way. His disciples answered, where could we get enough bread in this remote place to feed such a crowd? How many loaves do you have? Jesus asked. Seven, they replied, and a few small fish. He told the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, and when he had given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples, and they in turn to the people. They all ate and were satisfied. Afterward, the, the disciples picked up seven basketfuls of broken pieces that were left over. The number of those who ate was 4,000 men besides women and children. After Jesus had sent the crowd away, he got into the boat and went to the vicinity of Magadan. Thank you. So what does it look like when Jesus shows up? What does it look like when the kingdom of God uh, breaks in to our reality? Bodies are fixed. Bellies are filled. So Jesus, this was just like his normal thing. He traveled around. He taught about the kingdom of God. He proclaimed the kingdom of God. In other words, the rule of God, the reign of God. What does it look like when God shows up in his presence and in his midst while he was healing people? And then he demonstrated uh, what he was saying, the proclamation of the kingdom, by doing miracles, by healing people. Why did Jesus do what he did? What, what motivated him? Does anybody know? Greed. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. The, the answer is found in the text that we just read. Who said that? Yeah, you're right. What's your name? Chris. Are you guys new? You're from Wisconsin. You're visiting. How did you end up here? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. How did you guys end up here today? Oh, Linnea. We love Linnea. So Chris and then Joe and Mark. Welcome. Glad you guys are here. Wisconsin. Um, yeah, that's right. Compassion. Okay. Um, what is compassion? A gut-wrenching feeling accompanied by a fierce desire to help. I'm going to say it again. What is compassion? A gut-wrenching feeling accompanied by a fierce desire to help. Jesus was moved with compassion as he sees the crowds and they're hungry. And this causes him to do the second feeding miracle in Matthew's gospel. The first one was a feeding of 5,000. This one is a feeding of 4,000. He did it out of compassion. 
Have you ever seen something in your life and it was so gut-wrenching, it, it touched you right at the pit of your stomach and you had this feeling, this thought of like, this can't be. This isn't fair. This should not be happening. You ever felt like that? No? <laughs> yes? Maybe? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> and sometimes you might have felt that also with, you know, I, I can't walk away from this. Like, I have to do something. Even if I don't know what it is, I have to engage. As I was wondering and, and pondering about, you know, who, who's an example, who's like a real-life example of um, someone that has done compassion? Um, and the first person that came to my mind was my wife, Suze. Uh, I think a lot of us here know about um, our son, Alden, recently dying and we've talked, Sue's talked a little bit about that when she taught last Sunday. And so he died, if you don't know, he died in the womb. Um, he was about seven months and his heart stopped. They induced labor. She gave birth and we had about two hours with him uh, to say goodbye. And um, that was the worst. And I hope that's as bad as it gets, and I don't wish that on anybody. It's one of those things that just shouldn't be. And I thought of Suzanne, and I, I could talk like for a long time about this, I won't, but, um, but I just wanted to say that when we first found out that, that Alden had uh, very low-functioning kidneys, which was really the root problem. Um, we had a doctor telling her the prognosis and basically saying, he has such a low chance of survival, um, I would recommend that you terminate him. We're talking about our son, Alden, right? And she looks at him and she says, no way. No, I, I get it, you have to say that. You know, you have to give me all the options, I get it. That's probably the easiest thing to do. Um, but that's my son, no. She underwent a surgery for Alden. She, she took the posture of if there's anything that I can do for my son, I will do it. So she, uh, one thing she did, she, she underwent a surgery so that they could do a little surgery on him. She spent 20 days straight in the hospital. Uh, and some of that time was in a room with no windows. And if you've experienced that you know how shitty that can be. 
and isolating. She endured more than, than I can wrap my head around. But she did it all for our son. She went all the way. Suzanne was fully compassionate. She did everything she could to give him a chance. I, as I was praying about this talk, about this teaching this week, um, I just got an impression, and uh, that impression was um, about you, Danae. <laughs> and, and what I mean is that uh, I got an impression, uh, I, I feel like we're supposed to pray for you today, uh, specifically for physical healing. Is that okay? Would you mind coming up and just giving us a little, giving us some context? Hi guys, I'm Danae, for those of you I haven't met. Um, so about nine years ago, um, I started feeling weird. <laughs> um, I had kind of some weird pains. Um, initially they were kind of like localized in certain places. And I just was feeling really um, low energy, which was very unusual for me. I'm like a go-getter kind of person, always doing stuff. Um, at the time I was managing a really busy coffee shop and also managing an apartment building and I was in a band and I was just doing all this stuff and so I thought, oh, maybe I'm just getting too busy. Um, and then Bill and I got engaged and started that like sort of wedding planning stress came in and so as I started talking to doctors, they were like, oh, it's probably just stress. So I thought, oh, okay, well maybe after the wedding it'll get better. Um, it didn't, it got a lot worse and I started having just pain everywhere. I felt like my bones were like aching all the time. Um, some mornings I could hardly get out of bed. Uh, yeah, just kind of not a good situation. I spent a couple, probably about a year, seeing a bunch of different doctors, having lots of tests done, and in the end what they told me was they thought I had Fibromyalgia, which is a chronic, essentially a chronic pain disorder. It's a disorder of the nervous system, they think. Um, and it essentially it just means that I am almost constantly in some level of pain. I'm constantly in some level of pain. <laughs> um, some days are worse than others. Um, it also means I have kind of a chronic fatigue thing going on. Um, and it sucks. <laughs> uh, it's just not, I'm not wired to lay around in bed. And some days I just have to. Um, so, yeah. I've been getting prayer for it. 
a lot um, for a long time. I believe that God heals. I believe that God loves me. Um, yeah, sometimes it gets hard to receive prayer for something that when we're not seeing God moving. Um, so yeah, I don't always talk about it. I don't very often ask for prayer anymore, but there's that. <laughs> so another thing that's is kind of a side note, but that the two things combined don't work together very well, is I have like a genetic predisposition to migraines. They run in my family, my mom gets them, my brother gets them. I've been having migraines since I was probably 12 or 13. And uh, lately, especially in the last, I don't know, maybe nine months, I've been getting them with a, an increased frequency. Some of it has to do with the medication that I was on before that I'm not on anymore. Um, but the combination of the constant kind of widespread pain plus these more localized intense migraines is really messing with me lately. Um, it's just a, it's a hard pain to function through. And I know that those of you who get them understand. Um, but yeah, so it's not really, some days it's not a just push through the pain situation. It's like a, if I stand up, you know, I get pain so intense that I like can't see um, things like that. So it really, it interferes with my ability to do my job and live my life and spend time with you guys and stuff like that, so. Thank you for sharing. Mm -hmm. Can we pray for you? Why don't we all just extend a hand? Come, Holy Spirit. Jesus, we, um, we love Danae, and we want you to alleviate her pain. We don't want her to suffer anymore.
Tanae, I just want to check in. Are you sensing anything right now, whether that be a physical sensation? Um, um, what's yeah, well, uh, Joe's had his hand on my, like on the base of my neck, and it felt really warm. It still actually feels warm, so, which is usually kind of a thing that we associate with healing. So Josiah, get back up here. <laughs> yeah. So we're just gonna pray a little more. Sometimes as we're praying for someone to be healed, um, Hot hands. <laughs> Sometimes hands get warm. I don't know why. But that's a trend that uh, we see the Lord do when we pray for healing. It's going to be very brief, but I'm Jerry. Um, towards the end of our worship, I was, just saw a, a very clear image of like a little Flintstone uh, vitamin. And then it was a jar of them. And then I saw a really big one. I didn't quite understand it, but I feel like God was, um, was saying that he wanted to infuse you with a greater energy. Um, and don't even, which doesn't want you to settle for the little bottle, but this big bottle that he has for you. So, Father, I just ask that you would bring, um, through the power of your spirit, that you would yes, strengthen today in her inner being. Bring energy, Father, that you have for her, the surplus of what you have. And it's not the little pieces, it's abundance of power. And I ask that the resurrection power that, that raised your son up from the dead would give strength to these bones, Father, and empower her to do the good work that you've made her to do. And I ask that you would break the power of the enemies, um, any hold he has or any, any inroad. In the name of Jesus, Father, I pray that you would stop that, stop any, um, any pain, Lord. Just bring stop to that. And through the resurrection power, bring life and energy in her innermost being. Want to check in, Danae? How's it going? <laughs> What's going on for you? Um, yeah, Jerry, thank you for bringing that word. Um, uh, yeah, that's actually the hardest part for me, I think, is I feel like the lack of energy is what's, at the, it's like the deepest conflict between who I know that God made me to be and what I'm capable of doing when I have no energy. Um, it's like, I mean, obviously, I don't want to be in pain either, but I can deal with pain. Um, I'm, a, I'm a tough, I'm a tough cookie. Uh, <laughs> but it's this lack of energy thing that just it, it makes me feel like he's forgotten about me sometimes, um, because I just know that's not who I'm supposed to be. So it's good. I would really receive that. 
Is it okay if we um, wrap just by uh, blessing you? Okay. May God bless your child. Just hope has been buried. God, I just ask that you would revive that in Danae. Just ask for your holy protection around her and her spirit and her body and her mind and her soul. That she would from this day forth walk out in such a higher level of glory of what you have for her. We have no choice but to believe that you have better for her, God. And feelings of needing to persevere, just, just remove all works from her. We bless you with freedom, Danae. God's full shalom over your life. Amen. Um, yeah, along with Jerry's word, it feels like there's sort of fresh sort of hope and vision for your own life creatively in terms of what's going on with you, even professionally. And um, I just want to, I want to bless this trajectory, which will require more energy, right? That your heart would keep filling with hope for, wow, this is really happening. Exciting things are happening here. Um, more, God, and that more and more healing will come. And you'll find yourself, I've got to the end of the day. Huh, felt pretty good. Just keep filling her heart, God. We thank you for what's, what you're doing with Danae uh, as an artist. Thank you, Lord. What's happening with your career? It's, it feels very kingdom. It, God's connected to this. It requires more energy, so thank you for healing her completely from all physical ailments and from the migraines. Completely healed. Thank you, Jesus. And you know how you contend for things? You do contend for things. Um, I just feel like keep contending for yourself, yeah, but also for the work, for what you're doing, for the beauty that you bring. Right? It's, it's not a small thing. You inspire a lot of people, right? In Jesus' name. Danae, we love you, and as you're going through this next week, think of Danae, and when she comes to mind, pray. Pray for Danae. Let's keep praying for physical healing, okay? How are we doing time-wise, Eric? Are we out? Okay. <laughs> you know, we, we try and keep the messages to about 20 minutes, and um, that's why I asked, just checking in. So, I was going to show a video, but maybe, let's see what time it is.
Okay, so we're gonna actually going to hold off on Mason on showing that video. We'll save that for maybe next week. Um, and why don't we go ahead and stand? Just open our hands again. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. If you're here and you're, you're feeling like, hey, I, I want to get, I want to go deeper into this compassion thing. I want to go deeper into praying for people, into taking risks, and maybe even praying for people not only that I know, but even that I don't know, and praying for healing. Um, if that's you, just go ahead and raise your hand. Now I want you to turn around and everybody who raised your hand, look at, look at Brady. <laughs> if you raised your hand, I want you to just uh, go to Brady and he's going to pray for you guys, okay? And... If you're here and you have, like Danae, a physical ailment, if you have physical pain here right now, um, just go ahead and raise your hand. Here. Go ahead, look around. Okay. Can, can you raise your hands just a little higher? I just want, I want people to see because we're going to come around and pray for you. Okay. Anyone else? You just you have physical pain right now, and you want it to go away. Okay, Nathaniel in the back. Okay, so if you see someone raising their hand, just go ahead and make your way towards them, and pray for healing. <laughs> 